You know, they're always trying to bring video into the realm of radio. Chris, I got an idea for a segment. I might be thinking outside the box here, but I think when we have guests like Bruce Linton on, we should get out of the studio and we do a remote broadcast live from wherever he's buying me a steak dinner because he's a high roller now. Bruce Linton joins us now on the phone. Bruce is uh, from Tweed. They are one of the legalized uh, dealers of marijuana for medicinal purposes. Bruce, big day today. For you guys, especially. Yeah, no, sorry. I just uh, I just muted the phone while I was laughing for your intro. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> oh, it's no joke, Bruce. It's no joke. <laughs> You're taking me to dinner one day. You've got to come and uh, wait till about uh, July 30th next year because mm-hmm. uh, I think we'll be able to cook a way more interesting dish and you'll enjoy your afternoon way more. Really? Um, yeah, but so uh, no, it's been a great day. The, the um, the, the way that they've structured what they've introduced is given clarity. Yes, it's going to be distributed this way. Yes, it's going to be distributed by this date. Yes, you're going to be able to have brands on packages. So when people walk into the store, and it'll probably be a, a part of, say, the LCBO, they'll actually be able to look and say, oh, there's the Tweed name, and I can try that because I've heard of them. Um, but they're letting the next uh, several months sort of work through exactly how they're going to implement it. And that that's going to be great. Yeah, and you guys are going to get, you you current holders of medicinal marijuana and licenses to sell it legally, you'll have a head start once the market is open for recreational users. Have you received a phone call yet from Snoop this morning? Because <laughs> I know you, one. don't you have like a deal with him that you're going to be the official um, people that will sell his product? Yeah, so we already uh, have Leafs by Snoop, and uh, we announced that at last, when they had the All-Star basketball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we announced it because a lot of people back in February of 2016 were pretty sure this was never going to happen, and we were pretty sure it would. And uh, so we got an association with him. Uh, that would be a fun day. We had him down at our greenhouse in Niagara on the Lake, which is uh, a greenhouse about the size of the, the, the this uh, Sky Dome roof, mm. uh, full of cannabis plants, and Snoop Dogg walking around. Um, but so that kind of branding, uh, it seems like it'll continue and be permitted. What they're going to focus on, I guess, over the next few months is what can we make? So can we make chocolates infused with cannabis oils? Can we make uh, vape pens? Can we make what? And so that discussion will go on. But I think we'll co- probably get quite a, a range of products because we're competing with you know, products that are already in the market, they're just not made legally. So, Bruce, you, you, uh, when you got involved in this in Tweed uh, and you became one of the first uh, holders of medicinal marijuana license, you could foresee this from the start, a day where it's going to be recreationally uh, legislated? Well, I, when I picked the name Tweed, uh, that name, uh, the company when I started had my personal company name on it for six months. And I didn't like any of the really, you know, medi, canny kind of names. And ultimately, when Tweed came to life, it seemed like the perfect name because it would make sense under marijuana. But to have a lot of strength when you got to rack if that ever happened. And it happened, frankly, faster than I expected, but mm. was kind of hoping someday. A key concern is ensuring that the supply of marijuana will meet the demand once the drug is legalized. Ottawa's not sure that this is going to happen. Where do you sit? Yeah, I think there's going to be um, a challenge to supply probably for the next three or four years. And it's simply that if they open it up really quickly and say anybody who wants to get a license before you know it, uh, essentially, it's principally going to be the same criminals, but growing it for the federal government. So they, they do have a system they have to follow to make sure that they actually control who produces it and therefore uh, what are they actually selling. 
but you know it'll be uh, phased in probably over the next three or four or five years it'll be pretty busy uh, every year trying to triple what we produce yeah apparently they're going to start the federal government will start to add staff and resources at health canada to speed up the approval process for new producers uh you know i'm slightly worried because we heard from the cbc a report that organized crime is already trying to get into that business or may have already uh secured some licenses uh, according to them, allegedly. So if that's the case, you know, when you're doing dealing with a, well, let's get it out there as quick as possible, <laughs> you wonder if there's going to be anything falling through the, the, the holes here and there. Yeah, well, they might also find it, you know, there are now 30-plus companies who meet the criteria. They may just find it quite easy to let us expand more rapidly as well. So I think it'll be a combination of both. Bruce, have you started up in your production? Oh, my gosh. Every day since 2013 has been a construction day at our site, we now have uh, five licensed locations. We have two that are in the final stages in two other provinces. Uh, we're in a constant construction mode that looks like, you know, the goal is to spend $100 million a year every year mm. since we started. How long does it take to grow pot? Well, you start with a seed, you get a mother plant. That takes you a couple of months till it's a full-size few months. And then you take the little baby, which is a trimming off of it. And that takes a few weeks until it grows into a, a decent-sized baby, and you move it in as a teenager for another few weeks. And then you drop it into a room where the lights are on sort of 12 hours a day, and that's six and a half to, uh, to 10 weeks typically for the strains. So you add that all together, even if they license a whole bunch of people tomorrow, the effect isn't really going to be that noticeable when the, uh, the cannabis is demanded for the 1st of July 2018. I've heard in the past when you play music to your plants, they're happier and they're more productive. What kind of music are you playing for your pot, <laughs> pot plants? It's funny because we have a range of employees, so we have some pretty dirty old uh, heavy rap going in some of the rooms, and uh, some of the ladies who run the mom room tend to seem to like really old country music. And as far as I can tell, the plants are generally happy but not specific on what they like for music. Okay, so they don't care. They seem to... Uh, they seem to be pretty indifferent, kind of like when you ask the plant, are you a medical marijuana plant or a recreational plant? They don't have a very good answer for that yeah, either. They don't have much to say. Yeah. Um, you might want to t- check their THC limit then. They might that be. Is, that could be it. I don't know. The uh, the guy who was trying to get the show together had me on an hour earlier. I thought he got the idea that it was, you know, take cannabis work to work day. Um, but <laughs> yeah, that's, anything can happen. You know, he's the producer of the show, so you never know. He gets some odd ideas, Bruce. Uh, yeah. Finally, the government has said that they're they're going to hold off on the edibles. Is that a kind of a bit of a relief for you with regards to uh, the hold off on when it can be sold uh, legally? Or do you think this is going to open a black market of edibles? Well, it may be a bit of both. But really, you know, we bought the Hershey factory. And the symmetry of taking what was a chocolate factory became a marijuana factory that becomes a marijuana chocolate factory would be awesome. And so I'm hoping that someday we can get into the edibles and begin having tours and kind of make what was old new again. Uh, And I do think it's a good category for the the black market, but I I suspect it's just a timing thing. So do you still have the big vats that that Hershey's used to make the chocolate? We have all kinds of stuff. We have the copper pots that spin around to cover the almonds. We have big, huge vats that they did, all kinds of stuff. So did you have foresight or is this just a lucky fluke? Uh, I would say, you know, we... we Be honest now. We were pretty often lucky. So the reason I ended up in the Hershey factory is because the bylaws of the town said that you could do agricultural things in a building. And believe it or not, there aren't many towns that have those rules. And then I had to find a place that had a building that they wanted us in. And the Hershey building uh, was one that was going to otherwise be knocked down and the town would lose their biggest potential employer. They'd already lost the people who ran it. And so there was a couple of things that had to come together. But 
Uh, you also have to be pretty lucky. If you were going to tell me that Justin was going to win a majority when the first promise he made when he was picked to run the Liberals is I'm going to legalize recreational access, I didn't know that that was going to work out quite as well as it did. Interesting. So how many people do you guys employ? I've gone from an idea five years ago to over 500 people across the country now. Wow, you really do owe me a dinner. Bruce Linton, thank you so much for joining us today. Sounds great, thanks. Appreciate your time. Bruce Linton, of course, uh, you've heard him on the show before. He is the founder and CEO of Tweed, which is probably worth a lot more on the TSX today.